WandaVision comes to an end, but with that, the Scarlet Witch invades Marvel Champions. And boy, she's taking over things. So without further ado, let's get to it. This is Marvel Champions for the win. And here is your host, the great and all-powerful Explode. How you doing, folks? My name is Explode, and this is Marvel Champions for the Win, a podcast devoted, no, devoted ain't a good enough word, focused on the greatest game that we've played in the last five years or so, which is arguably better than Arkham Horror, the card game. I know you guys are going to get mad at me for saying that. I love that game, but come on, man. This is Marvel Champions for the Win. It's picking up people left and right you should see the amount of like feedback that i've gotten you should see the amount of names i've seen on tabletop simulator playing this game i mean this game is jumping right now and we are just a month away from the next big box expansion that is the galaxy's most wanted guardians of the galaxy is coming into Marvel champions folks and without further ado we are not going to talk about it <laughs> we're not going to talk about it because i have a policy on this show i know a lot of other shows like to speculate talk about rumors and whatnot but I try to keep mine a little bit as factual as I can. Of course, facts are, can be perspective in a way. So I try to just check my facts before I tell you all about them. So we're going to just keep it with what's on the table right now. And the main topic right now that I would like to get right into without any sort of hesitation is, did you guys get your hands on Scarlet Witch yet? Come on. I mean, you all need to have your hands on Scarlet Witch. And I mean that figuratively and card wise. <laughs> I mean, WandaVision just wrapped up, right? It was not that bad. I mean, I got to say that in the beginning of that show, I wasn't liking it at all. I just got to be honest. Every episode, I was just forcing myself to watch it. And the only reason I kept at it is because I knew what Disney and the Marvel Universe was like. Like, they hadn't let me down before. I mean, they came close a few times, but they've never really let me down. And I knew that this was going to play into the Marvel Universe into Phase 2, I guess it is. So it was important that I finished WandaVision. Plus, I needed to know what I was talking about. When I was hanging out with you experts, so when I conversate with y'all, I got to have some kind of basis for the things that I say, especially with what was coming down the pipeline for Marvel Champions. So I stuck it out, and I got to say, the end of that show was excellent. A really good finale. There's going to be no spoilers here. If you haven't checked it out, go watch WandaVision. Push yourself to watch the first few episodes, and then when you finish, you're going to really appreciate those few episodes that you weren't really into because they start to make sense later. That being said, Scarlet Witch, she was huge in that show. And it showed what the degree of powers that she had. So how do you translate that into a card game effectively without making her too OP like Doctor Strange was or is or making her weak or she doesn't really represent what she's all about, a.k.a. Thor or the Hulk, right? And I know you guys are going to be like, no, 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 Thor is fine. Hulk's fine. Again, it's all perspective. But the majority of the players that play this game will agree that Thor and Hulk we're a big bag of poodoo, and that's that's just the facts, all right? That's just the facts. So getting forward on Scarlet Witch, we've been asking ourselves for a while if we're going to ever get anybody that has been as good as Doctor Strange was when he came into the game. Because let's face it, we can all agree at least on the fact that Doctor Strange is freaking epic, right? I mean, you can put him in any aspect, and he's that good. He'll still win the game for you. On the power listing ranks, clear to when I was on my old podcast, Doctor Strange was number one for almost a year since he after he came out, like it was no beating him. And when he finally did get knocked out by Ant Man, it was like an amazing thing. And it wasn't because Ant Man was a better deck per se; it was just the popularity he was being used more often. So 
it was kind of, you know, Doctor Strange is always in the top. So how are you going to surpass that sort of like epic uh, deck, you know? Well, they did it. Scarlet Witch, in my opinion, is arguably better than Doctor Strange. If you haven't tried her, go pick her up. She's good. If, even if you're not into to Scarlet Witch, there's a lot of good cards in there that you can cannibalize into other decks. She's got some great justice cards in there. You really need to take a look at because there's some good ones in there. And you can actually use some of her cards if you wanted to, you know, make Doctor Strange even more powerful than he already was, right? What we need to do, though, is address the big, hairy Marvel champions fart in the room right now and get it over with. And I'm giving love to all my Facebook groups that I'm part of, the Discord for Marvel Champions. I'm giving love to all those admin, those moderators who've been constantly trying to kick this question out because you get asked so much. And you really can't get upset about it because not everybody's on the same playing level. In terms of skill, you know, it's all across the map. So some of the newbies out there, or even just people who only play casually, went out and picked up Scarlet Witch like you should have. Good job. High five to you from a socially distant atmosphere. <laughs> and, uh... You opened up that pack and you found yourself with two obligation cards. And immediately you jumped on the Facebook groups and the discords. And is Scarlet Witch supposed to have two obligation cards? Am I only supposed to use one? What does this mean? And that's cool. You're supposed to be able to ask those questions. You're supposed to be able to get the clarity you need to be an effective player, to have fun with this game. We all want you to understand this game. We all want you to feel good about the game so you'll keep on playing it because the more people playing it, the more content we're going to continue to get and the more support that this game is going to get. So yeah. We want to answer that question, but the real problem was everybody was asking that question, and rightfully so. No one's ever had an obligation that came in twos before, right? But just rest assured that admins and the mods, if they delete your question or they get kind of testy about the fact that they've answered it a few times, it's not they're, they're being jerks, so they don't want to help you. It's just for the simple fact, if you did a little homework and kind of looked at the first page of most of the groups and discords, it's kind of been asked a thousand times. You could even um, go over to the, the Marvel Champions community group in Facebook, and they actually have the question as their header at the top of the screen, and people were still asking the question. So do a little bit of work on your own, folks. You'll, you'll actually remember how to play this game more if you do a little footwork on your own. So yes, Scarlet Witch is supposed to have two obligations, and that's simply because her deck is so powerful, they kind of had a way to put a little Achilles heel in there, which is something they did not do with Doctor Strange. They let him just go full-on ass-whooper. I love how they made her tough, but still kind of gave her a little bit of a weakness, right? So yes, use both obligations, add them to the encounter deck. Another thing that's been bouncing around is what's going to be the content after the Guardians expansion. And I'm going to tell you firsthand because I did have an email conversation with one of the developers of the game. I hope he was, and he wasn't lying to me. He's, I mean, I've gotten a lot of information from him, and it's always been correct. So we're just going to assume he's legit for now until I can prove it otherwise. And he straight up told me that they're going to run with the Guardians block for quite some time. Now, a lot of people are saying that Venom, Agent Venom, as a matter of fact, is going to be the next one on the Guardian block. Because, yes, it's true. Agent Venom was a member of the Guardians of the Galaxy. But if we really want to play that card, if you guys really want to be Marvel smart guys, you would realize that almost everybody in the Marvel Universe in the modern day age has been a member of the Guardians of the Galaxy. They kind of just recruit you the minute you're with them you know what i mean thor is technically guardian of the galaxy you know they, it could be anyone and that's where star lord who we're going to be getting soon comes in handy because his ability is going to let anyone become a guardian of the galaxy i'm gonna leave it at that we don't talk about content that's not out yet but i'll give you that one right there that one snuck out a little bit i'm really looking forward to star lord you're gonna be able to put star lord and uh, scarlet wish together and let just craziness ensue trust me 
So yes, there's a lot of like content down the pipeline. It's coming. We're gonna big box expansion with the Guardians of the Galaxy. That's gonna have uh, Groot. It's gonna have Rocket Raccoon. I mean, it's just it's a great time again. Like, it, it, was it ever not a great time? I should say. But even more so, I have a little bit of rumor for you. Again, we don't talk about anything but facts. But I feel that this rumor is a really credible source. If it's not, if it doesn't happen, it's okay. But if it does happen, I'm super excited, folks. You know how you guys got the um, Game Genics Marvel Champion sleeves that came out that everybody was all aboard. I honestly didn't care for them. Admittingly, I'm a Dragon Shields kind of guy, you know. Um, but but. A lot of you guys bought those Marvel Champion sleeves so much, in fact, that you caught the developer's eye. Word has it that they are releasing some official Marvel Champion storage boxes coming up soon. You probably won't find too much content or rumors on that one, but you're probably going to hear more about it as the months go by. And if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. But I was told on good order here, they are kind of pondering the effect of releasing some storage boxes for the game. Because there's been such a need for it from the players. And they really are paying attention to the players. So mad props to Fantasy Flight Games. Mad props to Asmodee. And mad props to the uh, community in general. All keeping this game rocking way bigger than probably what anybody intended. So as most of you know, the main purpose of this show is to do a power list, tier list of all of the characters that are being played right now. I would like to reiterate what this power tier list means. It's not an indication of who is the most effective or powerful hero in the game, because that's subjective. In a game where you can create your own decks how you see fit, it's really hard to rank the heroes in a, in a power list. I mean, you in some characters, you kind of can say that they're more powerful than the other, a.k.a. Doctor Strange as a verse to, say, Thor. But, again, it all comes down to how you create your decks. So we don't do that here. I'm not going to get in the debate on who is more effective. If you can use Thor... Better than I can use Doctor Strange, then you're friggin' awesome and teach me how you did it because I want you to. I want Thor to be good. I pick on Thor a lot, and that's just because people get so testy about him. It's kind of fun at this point. But anyway, let's get to the, the power rankings because things have changed this month, guys. They've changed in a big way. I almost am starting to question how I'm gonna do these power rankings because they've changed so much. It's almost like let's just talk about what the changes are. So here we go. The Marvel Champions for the win. Official power rankings and now for the power rankings so this month we're going to do a top 10 the power rankings consist of the heroes that i see played the most now i play a lot of games on tabletop simulator i also play a lot of games live and what i do is i write down what heroes are being used the most at the table that i see and what heroes are being used most effectively i also make a note on what aspects that people are using and what i'm trying to do is give you guys an opinion on what kind of goes with what right now what's good with what and if you want to know about specific cards, I, w I have thought about doing that. But you know what? There are so many great podcasts on out there that, that really get into the, like, the details of the cards that I'm going to leave that to them. And I'm just going to kind of keep this a casual, simple, get in, get out type podcast for people who are trying to learn a little bit more of the game and raise their skills. So the top 10 list this month is actually very crazy because there is somebody on the top 10 list this month that I usually don't include. I don't include any content that hasn't been officially released, but I had to include one guy this time. Because somehow this character got leaked and it's all over the tabletop simulator right now. People are playing it like crazy and I got it's crazy. Like I, I keep saying crazy because I don't want to blow this thing for you guys, but it's it's great. I personally haven't used them, but every time someone is grouped, I've kind of paid attention and the games have always just gone all over the freaking place. Right. But let's start to it. OK, 
So starting off the Heroes Top 10 at number 10 is the Wasp with aggression as her aspect. Now here's the funny thing is last month Wasp was number one. That should tell you everything about how this list is going down. Wasp was number one last month and now she's at number 10 at aggression. Some would say that she was number one because she was new and she complimented Ant-Man pretty darn good. But others would just say it was new content and everybody was trying to use her at the time and they were getting tired of the old stuff. Whatever the case may be, Wasp is an excellent hero. If you haven't used her, I implore you to do so. She really compliments Ant-Man and she don't need to. She can roll on her own. She rocks that game just as good as she should. She comes in at number 10. At number 9, this person was number 9 last month, so he didn't move. And that's Ant-Man with aggression. What have I not said about Ant-Man that hasn't got you to buy him already? Ant-Man, it was so good. It was so thematic. Uh, that hero is even better if you team him up with Justice, which we'll get into at a later point. But people just like really got into the details in Ant-Man. And the way that they're using aggression now with him, he's nasty. He's a nasty one. I expect that to move up, even though it did stay the same at number nine. But when you see the rest of the people on this list, you're going to understand exactly why he didn't move. Coming in at number eight, he was number five last month. And oh, how the mighty have fallen. Captain America with the protection aspect. There came a time when Captain America was number one on the list and he ruled the kingdom. He had that stun ability. If you made his deck into a stun lock deck with protection, you just that the bad guys never got a chance and never saw it coming. And you know what? Even to this day, Captain America can still do that. So this isn't really a thing that the deck has gotten weaker per se. It's just that he's not as popular as he once was. I think he's kind of run its course. People are kind of shying away from it. But if you are new to the game, you absolutely need to go buy Captain America because he will show you how good this game could be. Very balanced character. Again, thematic. He's a go. All right. Number seven. This is the good one. He was not on this list before, nor has he ever been. Players somehow got a hold of him because he leaked out onto the internet. And I actually haven't had a chance to play him. I have been in games with him. And that's Star-Lord with the leadership aspect. Yep. You heard it here, guys. Star-Lord is, a, he's a thing. I mean, yeah, I haven't seen him at the table, though I people are printing him out and using him at the table. I, I didn't, I've seen it played at the table, but I haven't been a part of a game where it was live played, but I did play some games with others, quite a few actually, on Tabletop Simulator. He turns that game upside freaking down. I cannot wait to get that expansion. Oh my god, I cannot wait to get that expansion. Star-Lord is a thing, guys. He's a thing. Expect him to rise. I didn't see the, the justice in really making him any higher than that because he's not out yet, but man, I am I'm rubbing my hands together. Trust me. Bring it to me, Fantasy Flight. Come on, Asmodee, bring me that Star-Lord. I'm fiending over here. Give me the Star-Lord, right? So yeah, yeah, Star-Lord, number, number, number seven, lucky seven. At number six is everybody's favorite speedster. He was number seven last month, and that's Quicksilver with aggression. Quicksilver came before Scarlet Witch. Uh, he turned this game upside down. He's a god-tier deck, no matter how you rock it out. He does take a little bit of learning. There's a learning curve there. You're going to have to learn how his cards work. You're going to have to build up a little bit. For a character that in the comics is the fastest man there is, right? He sure takes a while to build up. But I assure you, it's worth it. And once you build up, game over. You're just going to have a fun time. It's a roller coaster ride. In the beginning, you're going up. And then when you go down, it's really quick. Quicksilver owns the show. 
Quicksilver. Number six. At number five, he was number four last month, so he dropped one spot. See what I mean? So many changes this month. It's crazy. Thor with aggression. I rip on Thor nonstop. Just simply because out of all the expansions we've got so far, Thor was the one I looked forward to the most to this point. And I'm just so disappointed about how he rolled out. But I got to give props where props are due. The players have learned to use the cards that we've been given, and they've created some pretty amazing Thor decks, especially going back to aggression. For a while, people were kind of hitting up the justice thing because he has a really bad threat removal. But now I'm seeing a lot of aggression decks. And I used to get like take a, a big old sigh when I was playing tabletop when someone came in with Thor because I was thinking, oh, this is, this is a guy who doesn't know what he's doing. He's just choosing Thor because he's powerful in the comics. This is going to be all me carrying this one. But now it's not that way. I find Thor is really holding his own. So, yeah, Thor made a comeback. He dropped one spot, but I think it's not because his deck has gotten weak, per se. It's because there's just so much good stuff out there, which leads me to number four. This guy was number two last month. More heroes changing places. The content, the influx of content, the way that the amount of cards we have now to choose from, the way we can move things around now is really creating some really big paradoxes on these tier lists, I'll tell you. So, um, yeah, at number two, Quicksilver's back with a protection aspect. Quicksilver, everything I said about him already once before is still applies. Protection even makes him better, in my opinion. If I had to choose the best aspect for him, it would be protection. I've used that one myself, as a matter of fact. Again, he's got a high learning curve. He's also got a learning curve that's worth the effort. So Quicksilver was number two last month, and in March, he's number four. At number three, this person was number four last month, so he's moved up one spot. He used to be the reigning king, like I told you, for almost a year. And I think the popularity of Scarlet Witch is kind of bringing him back up the list again. And that's Doctor Strange. And I've actually seen people using aggression with him, believe it or not. For a while, the big Doctor Strange carryover was, was leadership. But I've seen some pretty nasty Doctor Strange aggression decks, especially when you're pairing him with Scarlet Witch. So that's this is a reflection of that. Um, and if you guys haven't noticed, I haven't said Scarlet Witch yet. So you can kind of figure out what's going on here, right? So Doctor Strange with aggression was, is that number three? He was number four. And number four last month was Doctor Strange with a leadership. So I had to just change the aspect because really all I've seen him is an aggression lately. And number two, this guy was number one last month. And that's Ant-Man. Ant-Man with justice. Ant-Man is an excellent deck. Balanced. You don't have to be really good at the game to use him effectively. And if you're really good at the game, you're going to use him masterfully. Justice pretty much takes care of any holes that Ant-Man has in his setup. Ant-Man is a go-to for many. I see him... I would say about 80% of the time that I play, people use Ant-Man. Great mechanics. The folding mechanic is good. Guys, stop cutting the card. <laughs> I said this already once before. I'm going to say it again. I've gone to my local gaming store now that things are starting to open up again. And I'm seeing people rocking out with a cut Ant-Man card. These cards are not hard to get. You don't need to cut it. If you're not going to go through the trouble of making a photocopy and laminating it, if you're not going to go to the trouble double sleeving it, whatever the case may be, don't cut it. Just play it for what it is. They're not hard to get. It kills me every time I see somebody put two cards down and I find out it's an Ant-Man card that they cut in half. Stop destroying this crap. You can never sell it again. One day you may not want to play this, you know, heaven forbid, and you're going to want to at least try to get some money back. You might as well consider that a waste right there. So don't cut it no more. Give the man some peace bad enough he dropped from number one to number two and number one the new reigning queen of the marvel power ranking list she was never in the list before so she is debuting at number one no one's ever done that scarlet witch with justice 
I've gone on and on about Scarlet Witch. I know it. I know it, guys. All I keep doing is talking about Scarlet Witch, and that's simply because, oh, I love me some Scarlet Witch. That deck. Oh, I'm a huge Doctor Strange, you know, deck fan. I use that a lot. And some would consider that easy mode or almost cheating. Scarlet Witch is worse. <laughs> She's worse, but in a good way. Oh, her her cards are just they just melt in your hands, man. You just kind of pour them onto the table and just be like, "Padow!" Right? And then they the the villain never has a chance. Anytime that game gets away from you and you lose, it's simply because you kind of deserved it, right? Because if you're on it and the cards just happen to land right, you just gonna it's just a symphony of destruction. Megadeth fans, you know what I'm talking about. It was a symphony of destruction. Scarlet Witch is so, so vicious. And with Justice, that's what she comes in, by the way. You guys can actually, if you're not really good at building decks, you could just use the deck right out of the package that you bought it in. That's how good that deck is. Just straight up. There's certain heroes that have come out that you could literally use the package that they came in. Example, Black Widow. You could open that Black Widow deck up and use it as the creators intended it to be, right? Same thing with Scarlet Witch. Use it right out of the package. You're going to feel awesome. You're going to feel powerful. You're going to feel like you, it's the most important here, got your money's worth. Good job for that one, Scarlet Witch. Excellent deck. Going to stop there. She is our number one queen of the Marvel rankings power list for Marvel Champions for the win. I, and as far as aspects are concerned, I like to do a power ranking list for that. I'm kind of cutting off the fat a little bit with my power ranking list. But I think aspects could stay on there. So, out of the top five, these are the aspects I see the most of. Number five is basic, and that, that probably will never leave five because it's on everybody's deck. I mean, I have actually run into some decks lately that don't have any basic cards. I've also run into some decks that are nothing but basic, which I think those are really cool when you can pull that off. So, number five, basic. Number four, leadership. Leadership's losing a little bit of popularity simply because it does what it does. It never changes what it does. You can count on seeing what it does, so expect it to does. Number three, aggression. Aggression was number two last time. It's dropped to number three. I think it's simply because protection and justice have gotten so much love. The popularity is kind of switched over to those two because at number two, that's protection. And number one, still reigning supreme for the third month in a row is justice. It is the most powerful aspect in Marvel Champions right now. And that pretty much wraps up the Marvel Power Rankings list. There's just so much to talk about. Like, I, I, when I sat here trying to plan this this podcast out to talk to you guys, I said, well, I got to make sure I do my power rankings list. I got to make sure I mention how cool and badass Scarlet Witch is. And I got to kind of give love to what's coming down the line and kind of give you an innuendo of how good Star-Lord is. But there's one last thing I'd like to touch on that I have mentioned a few times. I'm hearing so many people uh, talk about their setups at the table, right? And I've seen pictures on the Facebook groups. I've seen People at the actual table, like people are hauling in all kinds of accessories to play at. I mean, if you're playing at home and you're busting out these 3D printed holders for your cards and stuff, good for you. If you have a space that you can just leave that out, even better. If you're like me, where you have to put everything away when you're done because, you know, space isn't ample. I'm not the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. You know, you, you want to kind of bring it down. In the beginning when I was playing this game, I was buying everything and anything because I wanted to just enhance my experience of this game. I wanted to go all in. But now I'm finding myself taking out less and less. Aside from the tiles, the hero board, and the playmat, and the cards, that's kind of it for me. But I mean, lately I've been going to those the local gaming store to play. And I noticed that people are actually busting out their, all their 3D printed holders and everything. Like the whole table's taken up with accessories. Not the game, but accessories. And I just don't know how you guys do it so recently i did a poll on one of the gaming groups on facebook about 
how people felt about that. And ironically, the poll actually ended with most people saying that they tried not to have so much on the table. The number one accessory, of course, was the playmat. And then number two was the tokens. Aside from that, it was kind of hit and miss here and there. But I want to really emphasize, if you have a space to put all this stuff in, or you just don't even mind having all this stuff, then you go be you, right? Be you. Go get all the accessories, dive into this pool, have the most fun with it, and guys like me are going to sit back and go, damn, (laughs) if I have to take that much time to set up, I don't want to play. You see, my favorite game, actually, my favorite board game is Gloomhaven. I'm a huge fan of Gloomhaven, and anybody who knows what Gloomhaven is knows how long it takes to set that bad boy up. That's why I never get to play it. Not because I can't play it, because it certainly is a single-player game if you want it to be. I just don't play it because I just ain't got time to set everything up. Another game I absolutely love is Mage Knight. For those who haven't played Mage Knight, I implore you, play Mage Knight. It's an excellent game. The thing is, it takes a lot of setup. Mage Knight actually takes more setup than Gloomhaven does. Freaking awesome game if you got the time to do it or a space to just to leave it out. It'll take days and days and days to complete per, per each game. And it's a solo game as well as a multiplayer game. So you can kind of do what you need to do with it. It's an excellent game. And if you can find it, on Amazon or something, you really should try and pick it up because it's out of print right now. So what's out there is out there. I'm sure they'll make more down the line, kind of like the Marvel Legendary expansions that keep going out of print and coming back. But give yourself a little bit of a a love love tap there and go check out Mage Knight or Gloomhaven, one of those two, if you have the time to set up a game. With the setups I've seen on those groups, why not? You guys are so talented and obviously you're quick about setting it up. So reward yourself with a game that rewards you for all that setup. And that's all I got right now for this month, folks. You know, it, it's a real pleasure to do these podcasts with you. I'm sorry that I only do them once a month, but in a game like this, there really isn't enough content for me to do more than that. At that point, I would just be making things up, and I'm not really into doing that. I could do the card synapses and, you know, stuff like that, or we can talk about decks, that sort of thing. But for that, you really should have multiple opinions. You know, that's more for the podcast where there's more than one person on the podcast, in my opinion. And I know there's so many good podcasts that already deliver that to you guys. So I kind of leave it to them and I stay in my own lane. So I want to be good at what I do, be the best at what I do and leave the things that I'm not doing to other people, if that makes sense to you. Last but not least, before I end this, I want to say, you know, we're getting to the point where the vaccines are starting to become a common thing and the pandemic, we're starting to see light at the end of the tunnel. But to the people who are taking their foot off the pedal, they're not wearing the face mask. They're not being safe because they think that we're in the clear. We're not. As long as we, not, we, we don't wear the mask, as long as we don't do the social distancing, as long as we keep going to parties and acting like there's no such thing as a pandemic, we won't be in the clear. If one state decides to go 100%, they don't care about this anymore, they're going back to normal life, it doesn't just affect them. It affects all of us. So please, I ask you, please, on behalf of my family, On behalf of the community, wear your face mask. Think about getting the vaccine. I've already had both of my shots, and I don't regret it. I had a little tiny reaction, which was I felt a little bit of a fever, and um, I had a little bit of a rash on the arm where I got the shot, and that was it. You know, and I don't regret it. I feel very good about it, and I still wear my mask besides that. But I feel like I'm not going to kill someone else, which is more important to me than me getting a cold. I don't want to get someone sick. I don't want to get you sick. I hope one day I get to meet most of you at a convention and we can sit down at a table and I can bust out my Spider-Man deck that everybody tells me he's lame, but I still love playing with him. My Spider-Man aggression deck. I hope that I get to see you guys in person and give you a high five. I hope that you guys get to look at me and tell me how dumb my power rankings are. 
I just hope we get there again. All right, guys, take care. Always believe. See you next month. This is Marvel Champions for the win. Explode, and I'm out.